Welcome to the Vedic Mythology, Music, and Mantras podcast. I'm Ben Collins. This podcast takes an entertaining and informative look at some of the inspiring and humorous stories of India's Vedic tradition, followed by recordings of Vedic and other mantras being chanted by traditional Brahmin priests. Show notes and other materials can be found at puja.net, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T. Thanks for joining us. In this week's podcast, I want to talk a little about Saraswati, one of the forms of the goddess in Vedic literature. She is interesting because she is not as front and center as, for example, Durga, the warrior goddess, or Lakshmi, the goddess of abundance. She is the personification of knowledge in all its forms and is the wife of Brahma, the creator. She is also known as the goddess of vibration, or speech, Vak in Sanskrit, and is associated with the tip of the tongue. Brahmin priests never touch their tongues during eating, nor do they lick their fingers in observance of her presence on their tongues. Her Gayatri Mantra is Vagdevi Chavidmahe Brahmapatnischadimihi Tanovani Prachodiyat. And of course, in the Vedic view of life, all of creation is vibration, and so she plays a vital role in the manifestation of the universe. Since the Vedas are supposed to represent the ultimate vibration of the universe, she is also considered to be the mother of the Vedas. In the Rig Veda, the oldest and longest Veda, there are references to her and her power, particularly as it relates to mantras and rituals known as yagyas. In the fifth chapter of the Rig Veda, she says, I make him whom I love formidable, one a brahmana, one a rishi, one a sage. By sacrifice, they follow the path of vak, divine speech or mantra, and find her entered into them. So just as true knowledge is difficult to attain, so is Saraswati. She is known to be elusive, shy, brimming with power, but with a quick and rather severe temper that is forcefully directed towards those who lack or misuse their knowledge. Brahma, her husband, is always depicted as having four faces, one for each direction. But he created Saraswati by cutting off a part of his own body. He called her Satrupa, the face of truth, and was so totally enamored with her that he added an additional face on top of his head, so that no matter where she went, he would always be able to look at her. Well, Saraswati didn't like that because she's a little shy, and she complained to Shiva, who burned off the fifth face with one glance from his spiritual eye, and in one of the endless complications between Shiva and Brahma, Shiva then had to go do tapas for many, many years, because he had committed the sin of killing a Brahmin. But that's another story for another podcast. One day, Brahma decided that he would arrange for a powerful fire ritual called a yagya, or homam, and he thought that would be just the thing to solidify his position as grandfather of all creation. So he consulted with various priests and astrologers and determined the optimum day and a five-hour window of time and the proper place for the event. When that day came, he left his abode with a brief reminder to his wife Saraswati that she shouldn't be late. He arrived at the site, and everything was magnificent and ready, and all the preparations were perfect, and all the goddesses and gods were already there. But Saraswati was late, so he sent a priest to go and remind her to please hurry up. 
With great respectfulness, the priest very, very gently reminded her that everybody was ready, all the preparations were made, and that all they needed to start the yagya was her presence. Well, she agreeably said that yes, she was almost ready, and she had only a few more things to do, and she would be on her way. Well, apparently, Brahma was used to this and was worried that the optimal time might pass. So he drew Indra, the king of gods, aside and said, Look, in order for this ritual to have maximum effect, I must have a wife by my side. Between us, I don't think Saraswati will be here in time, so look, why don't you just go find me a new wife really quick? So Indra went off and soon found a lovely milkmaid by the name of Gayatri. And Indra strode towards her and rather forcefully told her that Grandfather needed her presence at this ceremony and she must follow him without delay. Well, Gayatri asked why and protested that, after all, she was no one special. But Indra told her that she was needed and that she would be married to Brahma, the creator. But as soon as he said this, Gayatri stopped and refused to go any further, explaining that Brahma already had a wife, Saraswati, and he certainly doesn't need another one, particularly one as humble as me. But Indra explained that she had been selected because Saraswati did not arrive in a timely manner, and he said that the optimal time is arriving, the stars and the planets will not stop in the heavens to wait for her, so do not resist, because Brahma himself has ordered this. So Gayatri and Brahma had a brief ten-minute wedding ceremony, and much to Brahma's relief, they sat down, ready for the fire yagya, with Gayatri in the exalted position as Brahma's wife. But Brahma's relief was short-lived because just then Saraswati appeared, beautiful and regally dressed. In a flash, she understood exactly what was going on, and with anger rising in her voice, she looked at Brahma, saying, Who is this who sits at your side, husband? Well, Brahma did the best he could to explain, saying, Well, because you could not tear yourself away from your dressing table... And the moment of the ceremony was about to pass, I asked Indra to find me a second wife so that the ceremony could go on as scheduled. To him, it was all perfectly reasonable. And have the two of you married? Saraswati asked calmly. Brahma, thinking he was in the clear, said, Oh yes, it was done most expeditiously. Please sit down right here beside me. But Saraswati was having none of that. Her eyes glowed dark. I think not. You have some intention to humiliate me. You are so overtaken with lust for this young woman that you stoop to this. Have you no shame? Well, Vishnu, attempting to be helpful, tried to explain that, No, no one sought to insult you, Saraswati. It was just that the time was drawing close, and that's all we were thinking. Well, Shiva too made an attempt, but it too was a mistake. He pointed out that... You know well, Saraswati, that both members of a divine union are equal party to any result. You were not here and had been asked to hurry, but would not comply. So reasonably, some responsibility rests with you too, even if you don't like it. Well, time was passing fast, and Brahma again tried to apologize and begged her to hurry. But Saraswati turned to him and asked if the time was indeed right, Brahma agreed, oh yes it was, please, please hurry. Well, she said, since this moment with the planets and the stars is most auspicious, everything is aligned, then my words will have great weight. 
You may think that I am easily cast aside, but let me assure you that I am not. I declare that all the celestials who have participated in this shameful event shall suffer appropriately. To you, my dear husband, I say this. You shall not be honored in any yagya ceremony from this day forward. No temples shall honor you, and only one day a year shall your status be acknowledged. She then turned to Indra, the king of the gods. You, who have found this woman, shall have your enemies find you, and you will become so weak that only a woman can save you. Then her gaze fell upon Vishnu, saying, The defense of this cannot be overlooked. You, even more than the others, know the sanctity of the love between a husband and wife. But when you are on earth, she will come to be with you, but she will be taken from you, and you will have to wander foreign lands to find her again. Even Shiva was the subject of her curse. You, who are always wrapped in yourself meditating, will lose focus, take a wife, adore her, and yet she will be taken from you by her own hand. Saraswati calmly strode off, leaving the others to contemplate their fate. Of course, in due time, all her curses played themselves out. Brahma has only one temple in all of India and is not worshipped. Indra was later cursed by Durvasa, became weak and lost his kingdom, only to be saved by the arrival of Durga. Vishnu, when he was on earth as Rama, lost Sita when she was abducted by Ravana, and his quest to rescue her is told in the Ramayana tale. Shiva married Sati, who jumped in the fire after she was caught in the middle of a fight between her father Daksha and Shiva. But in one final twist, after a while, Saraswati and Gayatri met in the forest, and rather than being angry with each other, laughed and talked as old friends. Finally, Saraswati said, You who are my own emanation have done well. From this time forward, householders and monks alike will recite your mantra to attain enlightenment. And that is certainly true with the Gayatri mantra. And they looked at each other and smiled and simply merged into one. So we're going to listen first to a fairly modern rendition of Saraswati Arti, which is very brief but melodic and very pretty, and then a three-minute selection that honors Saraswati as the goddess of sound who has manifested as Gayatri, and finally a very nice selection that honors the goddesses as all being different manifestations of one another. It's sung in the call and response style of bhajans, or devotional songs. Very nice and very easy to listen to. So here's the first selection for Saraswati. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Shweta Padma Sanam 
जयति जय गायत्री माता आदिशक्ति तुम अलख निरंजन जगपालन करत्री दुख शोक भय क्लेश कलह दुख शोक भय क्लेश कलह दारिद्र्य दैन्य हरती जयति जय गायत्री माता ब्रह्मूपिणी प्रणत पालिनी जगत धात्रिय वे मा जगत धात्रिये भव भयहारी जनहित भयहारी जनहितकारी सुखदा जगदम्बे जयति जय गायत्री माता भयहारिणी भवतारिणी अनघे अज आनंद राशि अविकारी अघहरी अविचलित अविकारी अघहरी अविचलित अमले अविनाशी जयति जय गायत्री माता जयति जय कामधेनु सचित आनंदा जय गंगा गीता सविता की शाश्वती शक्ति सविता की शाश्वती शक्ति तुम सावित्री सीता जयति जय गायत्री माता ऋग्यजुसाम अथर्व प्राणयिनी प्रणव महामहिमे कुंडलिनी सहस्रार सुषुम्ना कुंडलिनी सहस्रार सुषुम्ना शोभा गुण गरिमे जयति जय गायत्री माता जयति जय गायत्री माता स्वाहा स्वधा शची ब्रह्मणी 